0: Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog almost every day as Noni, which is short for anonymous, over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people who don't necessarily love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. The subject of this podcast, podcast number 98, is what to do before you get started? The answer, nothing. Okay. And that concludes this podcast. I'm just kidding. I will keep going. I'm going to talk on and on about that. That really has a very simple answer. Um, but before I do, I want to make sure that you know that the best way to keep up with the things going on over at aslobcomesclean.com is to sign up for the newsletter, go to aslobcomesclean.com slash newsletter. And that will allow you to um, sign up. And when you do that, you will get a series of emails each day for several days with my solutions to the biggest decluttering frustrations. Because I know all about decluttering frustrations and I had to work through them because I didn't have any choice. My house was such a disaster. So um, I figured out how to work through those really, really frustrating things and I will solve those problems for you. Like I won't actually do your decluttering, but I will help you work through those things that make you um, scared to do it. Okay, so uh, we are talking today about what to do before you get started. This is my last podcast of this school year because my life um, works in school years because I have kids in school ages, but uh, because of the timing, uh, I felt like this subject was appropriate. Not that I haven't talked on this general subject in the past, but it's something that I see a lot of at this time of year. And it, it's this idea that the next thing that's going to come up in my life is going to be easier than what's going on right now. And in so many ways that that can be very true. But I once upon a time in my deslopification process, and I still struggle with it constantly. Um, I would find myself using that as an excuse to not go ahead and get started. What I mean is I would say, well, it's going to be so much easier for me when my kids are older. It's going to be so much easier when summer gets here because legitimately this week has been ridiculous. I mean, it was Labor Day which is great and wonderful. And you're with your family, but that's out of the schedule. And then Tuesday, um, okay. I can't even think what it was Tuesday. Oh, I know what it was. I had appointments and meetings and a kids awards assembly and blah, blah, yada, yada, yada whatever had all that Tuesday. And then a rehearsal Tuesday afternoon for my kids musical that they were going to do again. And then Wednesday was performances of that musical. So that was all day away from the house. And then Thursday is today. And this is my day to catch up because tomorrow is the talent show. And so I will go watch that. And then it's a half day and the kids are out and they're done and it's summer. And this week has been crazy. And so I go, oh, next week, everything is going to be so much easier next week because we won't have all this crazy stuff going on, except that we will because my daughter will start, you know, rehearsing for a play that she's doing this summer. And my other son will start his early morning swim and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it just never is easy as easy in the future as you believe it's going to be. As I believe it's going to be. Because I get it, y'all. I I get that this is such a temptation. But in my own de process, one of the biggest changes that I made that had the most lasting impact, it wasn't, okay, I started doing this in my house every day. It was actually my mindset changing. And me realizing that waiting for that next stage to get started, whether that next stage is my kids going to school or is, um, summer or is whatever thing that I'm waiting for, that life is going to be so much easier when that happens. Waiting for those things was, was really detrimental to my home. So I had to get over, this is the biggest change in me, is this mindset of saying it's going to be easier in the future. And so there's no point in doing something now because I can't really do it all the way. Some people talk about this as perfectionism. I just have such a hard time calling myself a perfectionist when I let my house get to the way it is. And I get it. I get the whole perfectionism thing. I get that. Yes, it's absolutely true that I don't see the point in starting a project when I can't do it perfectly and that that's detrimental. I get that, but it's, I just, I don't know. I have a thing about that. I don't really call it that. Um, but it is, I mean, what, even if that is you, even if that is your personal issue, is that perfectionism, this is a way to break through it, to realize I'm not going to wait for the next phase. There's something I can do now. So like I will have people say, Hey, I'm doing such and such and such and such. So I can be ready to start 28 days to hope for your home. I really hate mentioning 28 days to hope for your home because it's technically not available right now. Um, although all four of the habits that are in it are, um, in a printable that goes to email subscribers, which if you haven't gotten yours yet, email me, cause I need to make sure I send that out to my newsletter people too, but you can get that. You get those four habits, those, you know, okay, I'm going to wait and I'm going to work on these four habits. Once I get such and such done, often it's decluttering your house. That was my problem. I thought I needed to declutter my house first, make my house perfect, clean it top to bottom, and then maintain that doesn't work because my reality is I'm never going to get it all the way done. So when I started this desolubification process, and I just started with habits because I was like I don't know what I'm doing because I absolutely have done it wrong my entire life and so I am just going to do this. I mean, I just don't even know. I don't even know what to do. So I'm just going to do I'm just going to do the dishes. Guess what? That made a huge difference and that was actually my turning point was when I just broke it down to I'm going to do the very bare minimum here and I'm going to get that bare minimum under control, okay? That was when I started to make actual progress. So instead of saying, what can I do before I get started? Just doing something. For example, the first day of 28 days to hope for your home is to do all of your dishes. I mean, like all of your dishes, even if it takes you seven hours. Okay. That is the ideal way to do it. However, if you can't do all of your dishes, don't not start. Instead, it is actually better if, if the thought of doing all of your dishes makes you say, well, there's no way I can do that today. I have to wait until this weekend to start that. Instead, just do one load of dishes. If you have a dishwasher, just empty whatever's been sitting in there for the last four days that's clean and you've been eating out of it. And now there's just a few things left in there. I know this from experience. Um, instead of saying I have to do all of my dishes, just do some dishes, just empty the clean ones out of there, fill it up. Even if you still have countertops piled in dishes and a sink full of dishes, go ahead, get it and run it every day at the very least that I can do. That's what I tell myself. The very least I can do is run my dishwasher, is fill it up and run it. And amazingly, if I will do that every single night for a week, even though that's all I'm doing, I'm not even getting my kitchen technically clean at all. If I'm just doing that, then after a week of that, just that, it's amazing the progress that I've ultimately made because I'm able to stick a little bit more into it, get, you know, break into that pile that I thought was completely, you know, gonna have to take me a day, start to, you know, whittle down that pile little by little. It, It's just, it's okay to do the absolute bare minimum. If you don't have a dishwasher, I understand that, you know, I've talked about, I've lived without a dishwasher too. So a lot of times it's the idea of, oh my goodness, I don't have room on my counter for the clean dishes. If I was to actually wash the dishes by hand. So uh, I'm gonna have to wait till I have time to orchestrate this and arrange it and all that. Instead, if you have a towel, a tea towel or a dish towel or whatever it is that you have that you can, you know, I mean, great. If you want to hand dry them right away, that's perfect too. Or just put out a tea towel, you know, which is a little rectangle and just do enough dishes to fill up that tea towel. Just do the ones to fill that up for those to dry on their own and say, I'm just going to do that tonight. Even if I have to hand wash them because I don't even have an empty sink to fill up with dishwater and wash them the best way, the easiest way. Okay. If I have to just, you know, use a wash rag and some soap to wash these dishes just to do that amount. It's amazing how that little bit of progress is more impactful on my kitchen than I ever would have imagined before. Okay. And here's the other thing it is true that a lot of times I will tell myself, all I'm going to do is get started on such and such, all I'm going to do is run the dishwasher. And then sometimes, this magical thing happens and I keep going and I finish off the other dishes by hand. And then I actually do clean up my kitchen when all I thought I was going to do was run the dishwasher. And then look, my kitchen is clean. That wasn't that hard. And that's great to kind of trick myself into doing that by starting with the minimal. But then this other thing happens with me because I don't like being tricked. I'm kind of a control freak in not always the best way. I will not start because I'll think, well, I'm telling myself that I'm just going to run the one load of dishes or wash the one, you know, little towel size draining area section of dishes. I'm telling myself that's all I'm going to do. But what I'm really hoping is that I'm going to keep on going and do the whole kitchen. And I am seriously too tired to do the whole entire kitchen. And so I'm just going to ultimately, even though I did do that, I'm going to be mad at myself for not having tricked myself and fallen for this trick and gone all the way. Yeah, give up on that and tell yourself, I really am just going to do this. And that really is better than doing nothing because it is. Oh my word. It's better than doing nothing. Go ahead and tell yourself, I am not going to be tricked. I'm not going to try to trick myself into doing more than I think. I am honestly going to do the bare minimum because that's all I can do in this little teeny tiny awkward pause that I've got or this, I have no energy whatsoever, but the least I can do is just do these few little dishes. Just do these. It's amazing that the difference it makes in my kitchen and it makes me feel better. And then the next night yes, I've made another day's worth of dishes, but the next night I do that same amount that I did the night before. And it just makes that little more impact. And it finally does build. And then I'm often able to have more energy and have a better perspective and outlook on the situation from this little bit that I did and didn't try to trick myself. Okay. Cause I don't like being tricked. Seriously. Don't like it. Okay. Um, And I guess that's my point for today. Just do something, jump in, do whatever, do anything, whatever, wherever with those little awkward pauses. Yes. My advice is to start with your dishes first. And then once those are done, if you have another awkward pause, then you go and sweep the kitchen. Okay, because that makes a big visual impact um, and will encourage you to keep going. But even if you don't keep going, your kitchen is swept. Okay. And then the next one is check the bathrooms for clutter. Not even necessarily cleaning them, just making sure that there are no clothes on the floor and that there's no empty tubes of toothpaste laying on the bathroom counter, those kinds of things. Um, and then the last one is a five minute pickup, working that in. That's a super easy one with awkward pauses. And that's the one really where I'm such a big proponent of, is proponent the right word? I don't know. I think it is, but whatever. Anyway, I'm such a big proponent of, I really love big words and sometimes I don't actually know what they mean, or I'm afraid I don't know that th- what they mean. But anyway, um. so if I, I'm such a big fan, let's just say that, I'm such a big fan of the five minute pickup because of the way that it works. You know, dishes, yes, they take longer the first day than they do in the future. If I can get all of them done the first day, the next day they are by definition going to take a whole lot less time than they did that first day. But five minute pickup is kind of along these lines of just do something, go ahead and do five minutes of a pickup. And I'm always amazed at the impact on my house. And the next day's five minute pickup makes an even bigger impact on my house. And it's, it's shocking to me how that works. Um, just five little minutes, the impact that that has. Um, okay. Uh, One way to identify that is what is it in the project that you absolutely dread? You know, like I actually don't mind doing dishes, drying them and putting them away. Bleh, you know, that's my least favorite part. Go ahead and just tell me yourself, I'm going to work until that point that I dread. I'm just going to go ahead and do this until I get to that point of dread. Sometimes you'll get to that point and realize, oh, okay, well, I can work through it. Or if you don't and you say, you know what? I told myself I could stop when I got to the point I dreaded and I'm at that point now and I'm going to stop. You've still made progress and you've still made an impact. Okay. And then that next day, it's not quite as overwhelming as it was the night before or the day before or whatever. Um, other things that are small ways to do, to make a huge impact without saying I've got to do this before I do that is as you're decluttering, start with the trash, just a black trash bag or whatever trash bag you have or a grocery sack or a box or whatever you have that you can stick trash in, walk around the house and just throw away trash. I have a somebody that I know who has started listening to the podcast and um, reading the book and all this kind of stuff, reading the book. What did I just say? Yeah, she's read all my books. Anyway, but we've talked several times and she just keeps going back to the impact that just focusing on trash has had on her home. She's like, I I don't know why I could never separate that out. But when I let myself just worry about throwing away trash, I cannot believe the positive impact that it has on the overall state of my home. This is her talking. Okay. It's not an exact quote, but anyway, so she sees that impact. I personally see that impact when I'm overwhelmed and I think, there's so much to do because if I do this and then I do that, how many times have I thought, well, I can't even start on my to-do list because I've got to do this. What I'm usually thinking is my to-do list is cleaning up my master bedroom, making sure the kids' clothes and toys are completely and totally decluttered, blah, blah, blah. That's my to-do list. And I don't put on that to-do list things like doing the dishes and, um, you know, doing a five minute pickup. And when I don't do that, I'm thinking, well, I have to do those things before the to-do list. It's okay if those things are on the to-do list. Okay. So I just start there and I start to see this impact. But if clutter is your issue and you're just completely overwhelmed and you think, well, I can't do it all. Just do the trash. Just start picking up trash, broken things, stained, ugly things that you don't feel like can be donated, whatever, whatever or just flat out trash. I mean, sometimes I will think my pantry's out of control and I'll look in it and I'll just start pulling out trash, like expired things, which I try not to have that much that's expired, but it does happen. Or I'll find empty packages, empty boxes where I'm like, who put this back in there? Oh yeah, it was probably me, but whatever. Anyway, focusing on the trash. Other things too, is to look for those procrastinate clutter things. Sometimes that feeling of, Oh my goodness, I have so much to do, but I just can't even get started. It's because there are piles of procrastinate clutter, like laundry that needs to be folded and put away. That's been sitting in the same place for so long that it has blended into my vision and I don't really see it anymore, but it's part of that overall overwhelm. Just say, okay, all I'm going to do is fold this. I'm just going to fold this pile and get these clothes put away. Or maybe procrastic clutter is my dining room table. Oh my goodness, that dining room table. It's always a frustration for me, but you know, maybe that's my procrastic clutter that I need to tackle today. I just need to deal with the mail that for some reason I went a couple of days thinking, oh, it's not that big of a deal if I just lay the whole pile here instead of going ahead and taking out the junk mail that I usually tell myself I need to make sure I immediately take to the trash. I didn't do that for a couple of days and then it just starts to pile up and then it all blends together. And then I'm over- Okay. Just dealing with that procrastinate clutter, right? You know, right now it's amazing. The difference following the visibility rule, the visibility rule. If this is your first podcast to listen to, there is one completely on it, but that visibility rule is basically... When you get the urge to declutter, when you have an awkward pause where you think I'm gonna tackle something I don't know what, tackle something visible. Deal with something visible, solve a visible problem, and your house will be better off. If you follow what most people, honestly, I'm even told normal people do this too. If you follow what most people do, which is,, um, okay, I have a moment to declutter, I'm gonna head to the master bedroom closet. You're gonna spend that time decluttering and then have nothing to show for it. If somebody was to show up at your house and you're like, Oh, I spent the whole day cleaning. And yet the house is a complete disaster. So it's sp- focusing on the visibility factor. Uh, so the main thing I'm trying to say is there's nothing to do before you can get started. The getting started is the thing like that, whatever it is like, Oh, I can't do this until that well, go ahead and make that the thing that you thought you had to do before you could get started. Make that thing the getting started. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Okay. So I am calling this one, um, what to do before you get started. Nothing. Um, and I do want to make sure that, you know, did I say this at the beginning? This is how my brain is working this week. Just so y'all know this is my last podcast for the summer. I mean, this is my last podcast and then summer is going to happen and I will be back in August. There is always a possibility that something will come up and I will put out a podcast. If I do that, there's two ways to keep up either through the newsletter okay, which is slobcomesclean.com slash newsletter, which I have some things planned that I'm hoping to do with that newsletter, focusing on that this summer. So if you want to keep up with the inspiration and content and tips and ideas and things, make sure you sign up for that. Um, it only comes out about twice a week. It may just be once a week in the summer. It is not something that you're going to get a bunch of emails. Um, the newsletter one, you won't even get one every day. Uh, the Um, And you definitely won't be getting multiple a day, except on those first few days when you get the ones that come automatically. If I happen to send out another one, Um, but at the very max would be two. And I would say that's like for the first three days that you're signed up for the email. Other than that, it's going to be one every couple of days and that's it. Um, You're not going to get multiple a day. So um, sign up for the email newsletter. Also go ahead and sign up in iTunes, not sign up just hit the subscribe button. If you can't see it because you've been listening to it. I know there's some podcasts where for some reason I never subscribed, but I, they're in my, I don't understand technical stuff, but if you go and you search for the podcast, the little magnifying glass in iTunes, search a slob comes clean. And then you'll see the subscribe button, hit the subscribe button. And what that will do is that means that you're going to get a little update when the next one comes out. So when I get started back in August, Or if I happen to put one out in July, you're going to get this little red thing pop up on your phone that will let you know that there's a new podcast for you to listen to. So thank you so much. Oh, and then also go back and listen to other ones. Specifically, three of the ones that I'm told by multiple people, they listen to over and over and over and over, actually more than three. But anyway, um, the, how to clean a messy house, podcast. There's two of those actually. There's a part one and a part two. Those are good for listening to again. I've also been told by somebody that she listens to the one about decluttering momentum, that that was a real game changer for her. Um, I also, um, let's see, what was the other one that somebody said? Oh, the one in one out rule. I think that was it. Or, and then there was the head exploding and then also the container concept, which is, I think it's containers and limits and how they'll change your life is the name of the podcast. But you can find all those at a slash podcasts with an S. You can find all my podcasts there and just browse through those and re-listen to the ones as you're decluttering, because you know, that's the best time for that kind of stuff to sink in. And then we get to feel like we're decluttering together. And I do have a lot of decluttering to do myself this summer. So I will be talking about that in the newsletter and on Facebook. I'm thinking I'm going to try to do some Facebook live of that, but we'll see what happens. So thanks for joining me today. And I will talk to you guys in August. Have a great summer. Bye.